This is Stephen Dominguez from the Science Faction Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy. Can I please use your oven? I fucked up. Oh, beautiful. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Dropping Loads. Once again, my name is Pouch Alone, Solo, Solitary, and Sad. Fear for your entertainment once again. Um, yeah, for the most part, uh, these next couple weeks were going to be a little strange. Um, one episode was not going to drop on the correct date. Uh, make your predictions as you will, considering what time of year this is. But... It, to sum up, you were only going to get one episode over the course of two weeks, and considering how many times we've skipped weeks over the last few months, I just didn't want to do that to you guys. Um, I think you deserved better. I think you definitely deserved more consistent episodes. So although the next couple weeks aren't going to be consistent with our normal schedule, I still I will still try to make sure you guys at least got two episodes in two weeks like you were supposed to. Um, so here I am with another solo episode to hopefully not cause any permanent ear damaged um considering how boring and uninteresting i am a lot of the time when i do these by myself uh but like i said just want to keep going with this consistent um entertainment because it's not fair to you guys that we're constantly skipping weeks here and there and that yeah it's just it's just not cool um so let's get into it one of those weeks uh the reason why i took a skip week is because i went to uh salt lake city utah for about four days thursday friday saturday sunday uh even a little bit of monday because i um took a red eye on, on sunday night at 11 p.m and i arrived at 5 a.m on um monday morning uh so i definitely so technically i took five days off from work uh but yeah i went for a wedding um it was my buddy steve's wedding he is a really good friend of mine i've known him since he was four years old so that's about 20 24 years 25 years something like that um no he's 28 now so about 24 years and it was pretty awesome um I'm not going to get into the details of it because he has his own podcast. You should check it out. It's called Y'all Boys Talking. Uh, I don't know if he wants to talk about the wedding on his um, podcast, but I'm going to leave that uh, to him. But I will mention how uh, great it was to be there, to be... To be um, in the presence of one of my childhood friends uh get married it was pretty awesome uh at the very least let me just first start talking about utah salt lake city at least it's a first of all it's kind of like miami in that it's full of little suburbs here and there uh that kind of make up the 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 area the the county i guess and it's fucking massive it goes very far and it's very widespread so it's like 20 minutes to get to anywhere really like intervals of 20 minutes to get to pretty much anywhere uh depending on where you are and stuff like that like it's everything like i said everything is quite widespread it's you it's hard to really take public transportation um to most places uh it's just it's not and plus it's not as efficient like the train doesn't go the trains don't go everywhere like for instance dallas there are several trains that go north and south but there's like one train that goes east and west and and it's just it's not as particularly convenient as like a train station in new york or a train station in tokyo or a train in um in in dallas because there are so many routes that go in different directions in the in the area but salt lake city just doesn't do that so you kind of have to have a car throughout most of it um thankfully someone loaned me a car while that while i was there it was uh pretty efficient in that sense i got to roam around the area and let me just tell you right off the bat it is a gorgeous place to be um you know coming from miami it's just flat there's nothing really that interesting 
interesting to see off in the distance. Um, however, with Salt Lake City, you're kind of literally surrounded by mountains. So almost wherever you are during the day, you're surrounded by like pretty wonderful picturesque vistas of mountains all over the place you know and depending on where you are you're pretty far so you but you still see them but then sometimes if you it depending on which direction you drive to you can get pretty close to the base of a mountain like i think i ended up going to provo and i i, I um i found myself at an in a, in a neighborhood that was like I looked like spitting distance from the mountain it was right there like I think if I would have walked through some backyards for about maybe 20 30 minutes I would have probably literally gotten to the base of the mountain it was pretty incredible um and there was another time where I was like it was five days so I drove out to several places while I was there um I drove out to like the farmlands I swear to god like I saw grazing like cows and horses on a flat plane it was quite gorgeous so I I just kept thinking to myself like is this where America the Beautiful was written about like uh, and I just kept thinking is this what is this the place that America the Beautiful was written about like it's you know a purple mountains majesties uh amber waves of grain like that's what I fucking saw I mean like I mean I have a computer here so I might as well check to see if that's the case um I I don't know that's what it came that's what that's that's what came to my mind the moment I started looking and and, and just that's what came to my mind as I was just like as, as I was just marveling and everything around me it's again it's quite quite gorgeous no apparently it's based on uh several parts of the U.S. mostly the Midwest and stuff like that but I mean Utah is part of the Midwest so yeah at least I think it is so yeah it, it's not specifically Utah it's just a lot of different places in the U.S. so I'm definitely wrong but that's what I got from it like it it just all I could think about as I was just like looking all around me as I was driving um was that song like it's it's that fucking beautiful um especially when you come from this like tropical fucking swampland of miami it's it's uh kind of breathtaking to see something that different and that gorgeous like right in front of you like it it's just right there like, seemingly spitting distance as i said like it's just i had never seen mountains like that well i, I have technically i've been on one in japan but um again like when Especially when we went on that tour, I was asleep on the bus because I was sick, and then, like, we saw the peak of Mount Fuji, which was pretty fucking awesome, and I, I have been on a mountain, but I don't know, something about uh, Salt Lake City, it's quite different, because, like I said, it's just like you're in a valley just surrounded by mountains, like, it's just, it's so cool, and then, while I was talking to one of the Uber drivers, they were just like, you know, we don't get much natural, many natural disasters, I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, no, the mountains kind of defend us from, like, hurricanes and typhoons and, typh and, and tornadoes and stuff like that i'm like really and he goes yeah that i'm like that's fucking cool i guess that makes sense huh like they like these hurricanes kind of can't pass over the mountains because they're there kind of protecting um the city and the and the area and shit like that it's quite cool um i don't know i it's and it's it's not particularly cheaper in some places but from what i heard the real estate's quite cheap so i mean it's definitely a looks like a pretty good destination to move to if you ever want to i know someone tried to sell me on it but then i had other uber drivers who were just like not understanding how great 
um, everything was, or at least not how great, not, not that, it's just they weren't under, they were taking for granted how beautiful it was over there, so I had to just, like, kind of sell them on their own city, it was kind of funny, uh, at one point, um, so that's, like, out of the way, I think it's great, the people are incredibly nice there, it's crazy, um, so I drove out somewhere to pick up something for my friend, and, uh, this lady, I was at, okay, so I, it, it was, uh, like a wedding decoration, I went out there to just help him out and pick up, uh, pick up something for him, I went over the, I went over to this woman's house um her family's house like she straight up lives there it's not like a workshop or anything or, or a legitimate like um business that she owns it's just work she just works out of her house and probably her garage as i got there like it whatever i was trying to pick up because i don't want to mention it didn't fit in the the car that i had so uh here i am trying to call the bride and groom and ask him how how you how they want to handle this and she is incredibly nice she invites me into her home which is incredibly it was really nice too um and she's like please have a seat make yourself at home meet my family i'm so so sorry you have to deal with this i'm real I, I apologize profusely like constant apologies so polite so nice and like i was like it was so off-putting how nice it was because you know from miami from from miami like i think most of florida is pretty nice it was off-putting, like, I had never experienced, well, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, but, like, I don't experience that on a daily basis, so it's quite off-putting to, to, to speak with, so, to speak with someone with, like, like, unironic fucking manners, like, who, someone who's that incredibly kind and nice, uh, without any alternative intent, they were just, they are just genuinely that nice, like, it's crazy, um, I mean, it fortunately didn't work out, I couldn't, I just couldn't fit it in, in the, the car, so I just left, but again, like, it was, it was quite off-putting that how nice she was, but then on the flip side, they're, they're kind of shitty drivers, like, they're not bad drivers, they're just kind of assholes, like, in this time span that I was there, I only drove a car for about two days, and I think I got honked at more times than I do in a week in Miami, because they're patient and shitty over there when it comes to, um, when, when, when you're on the road, like, a lot of honking, a lot of impatient people, bitching at me for various things, I remember I was turning a corner, and I, w I was trying to turn left, and um, uh, they had the right of, uh, the these people were crossing the road because they had the right of way, and I was waiting, I wasn't upset, I was just waiting normally, inching forward, just waiting for them to go, not in any rush, I was just, I mean, I wasn't in a rush, but I was just waiting, and I wasn't upset with them at all, I was just, like, waiting patiently, and then the guy looked at me, he had to stop, and he had to point at the sign and bitched at me for, that he had the right of way, and I'm, I'm looking, and I'm like, I know, I wasn't complaining, I wasn't trying to brush you, I was just standing, I was just sitting here, waiting for you guys to cross the road, what else am I supposed to do, am I supposed to just wait, wait at the fucking line, and for you to go, no, I'm gonna make sure that, that when you, as soon as you cross the road, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm passing you, like, just like that, that's how, I mean, I figured that's how people drive, he was fucking upset, I'm just like, Utens, uh, as I found out they're called, Utens are fucking assholes on the road, like, they're really shitty with their road rage, it's quite strange, um, again, like, it's just juxtaposed with how insanely nice they are in person, it's very, very weird, um, yeah, um, it was also unseasonably cold, and I was not properly dressed for it, I did not pack the right clothes for it, so that's another thing to think about, it was quite funny to, to see, um, 
it was quite funny that it was that cold and how it happened to me earlier this year too. I went to New Jersey and New York earlier this year in January, and again it was unseasonably cold then too. I think it was like a record, um, uh, it was a record low for that month. And like here I am going to Utah for the first time and Salt Lake City for the first time, and it's also unseasonably cold, and I'm also unprepared for how cold this weather is. Um, but otherwise, I really enjoyed my time there. There's not a lot to do, um, per se, uh, but it was it was still quite nice to be in, you know, a nice change of scenery. That's what I'm getting at. Um, a nice change of scenery is what I'm getting at, pretty much. Uh, I mean, there was a few, few places where I, where I tried some food that was fucking awesome. Uh, in downtown, which downtown Salt Lake City, it's expensive just like Miami I went to this place called Pretty Bird Chicken based on an Uber driver's um, uh, suggestion and that was pretty fucking good uh, I had a quarter leg um, it was quite expensive though it was like 10 bucks for a quarter leg and a, and a piece of bread but it was really fucking good it was it was a deep fried chicken so it was like country, it, was, it was you know chicken fried chicken and um, uh, and it w- not only was it juicy and fucking really like tasty but like they added some sort of Asian ginger spice to it so it was definitely a zesty sweetness to it that was nothing I hadn't not, not really anything I tasted before in fried chicken so I was quite happy to have that. It was really good, but really expensive. Uh, I went down to uh, apparently an authentic German uh, German uh, meat shop. I don't I, I don't know if it's a butcher shop. I wouldn't call it that, but uh, a deli, I guess, because they were selling like um, deli and cafeteria. Uh, they sold like raw, raw bratwurst and stuff like that, like the various wursts, whatever they're called, the sausages that Germans are known for. Um, and uh, they would they would they also had stuff pre made. They would they would just like heat it up, cook it for you, and put it in a sandwich, which was pretty fucking astoundingly good. Um, but I can't say I had anything that floored me in terms of food. I know there was one particular situation where I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? So it's late one night. I'm hungry. I'm just like, okay, let me just... Uh, I saw a pizza place right next to this grocery store that I had visited earlier. I'm just like, okay, I'll just grab a, a slice of pizza or something like that. And um, I'm, I'm when I get in there, I'm like, okay, so you can customize your own personal size pizza. It's, it's not really slices. They don't do by slices. They just do personal pizzas. Fine, I'll do a personal pizza. Little pricey, it's fine. I I take and then the moment, um, I, then I start realizing that they they were wrapping up um a prepared raw pizza. It was a meaning that it was not cooked. It was uncooked dough. They put the toppings on it and they wrapped it up in in, in cellophane. And people were picking this shit up and leaving. I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Are they're not gonna cook this fucking pizza? I I had never heard of this before in my life. How do you just? prepare a pizza and sell it raw like this doesn't make any sense like i had never heard of that and i'm like panicking because like so i'm in an airbnb and although the host has an oven i don't even know if i'm allowed to use it so i'm like panicking and i'm just like what did i get myself into i have a fucking raw pizza here that cost 14 dollars and i can't eat it so i just I, I take my ass back home and i'm just like sitting there and i and i met i text her i'm like can i please use your oven i fucked up i mean not like that obviously but i, I fucked up and i'm panicking and then like maybe about two hours later i'm about to i'm about to eat i'm about to start picking at, at like the cheese and just throw it out but as I'm about, just before I get up to go toss it out, she finally messages me. She goes, please use my use my oven. Thank you so much for letting me know, blah, blah, Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to toss this pizza out. It turned out to be pretty fucking good. But, like, <laughs> it was just, like, a moment of 
sheer fucking anxiety and panic, like, what the fuck am I gonna do, I just bought this $14 pizza that I can't eat, you know, um, yeah, that was, that was a moment of, uh, of terror on my part, like, it's just, it's not even that serious, but I was freaking out, like, it's so stupid, um, but let's get into the wedding, and like I said, I was quite happy to be there. It was pretty awesome to see um, my best friend from childhood just tie his um, tie his tie the knot, I guess, bind himself to someone he truly loves. Uh, it was just a wonderful experience, um, and I I could e- I could easily talk about what happened behind the scenes, but like. That, again, like, I don't know if if my friend Steve at all wants to bring it up on his own podcast, so I'd rather let him talk about it, and if anything, I'm, I would like to get permission from him, um, because it's his wedding, but, like, the ceremony went off wonderfully, and the um, the reception was quite cool, like, Steve has a group of friends that uh, he, he is best friends with and he hangs out with and whom he started the podcast with, and... They, they don't want to admit that they were alive for the party, but they definitely were. The moment the dance floor opened up, they were on the dance floor, and everybody was watching them. All eyes were on them because they were great, and they were fucking hysterical, and they made everybody have a good time, you know? Like, those several moments, probably about 80% of the time, uh, people were surrounding them, watching them dance in the center because that's just how good and lively they were, you know? Food was fine. Uh, I, I had fun. I, didn't, I mean, I don't dance, so but I, I definitely had fun. It was quite fun to uh, just watch them enjoy themselves. And then there was a moment afterwards where it's like nobody's fault, but they were all going to karaoke and I, I decided I wanted to go last minute so I texted one of his friends for the address and he gave me an address that was like 40 minutes away from the venue and I'm like okay sure whatever it's far but whatever I, I drove my ass over there about two minutes prior to parking at the location I get a text from Steve himself telling me a completely different um, address I'm like okay I really hope that there's no mistake here I walk in I ask for the room number that was provided to me it was the wrong location um, this specific karaoke, uh, franchise has two locations 50 minutes apart, so, yeah, I just drove 40 minutes for no reason, I was very fucking upset, so I just went back to the Airbnb in shame, again, nobody's fault, uh, his friend who texted me was shit-faced apparently, and he didn't know what he was doing, so it's totally okay, and they don't know the area, so, um, I didn't blame anyone, but I was just definitely in a, in a sour mood after that because I did want to go and I didn't get to go and I just wasted time and money, um, well, time and gas to drive all the way to a place for literally a minute, like 30 seconds once I realized that it wasn't the right place. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I had a great time. Um, I don't know if I'll visit anytime soon. Um, everybody's telling me I should go to Park City, which is like this uh, a little, um, little town where... Uh, Sundance takes place, uh, I don't, again, like, I'm not sure if I really want to go, from what I hear, it's gorgeous, but, like, it's just apparently meant, it's just kind of a commerce, um, area where you just kind of meant to shop, and I'm like, I don't really know if I want to go, I'll probably go just to look at it, but, like, I don't know how much I'll enjoy it, it doesn't seem like something I'd really, really like, um, but other than that, like, there wasn't, I don't think there's a lot to do in Salt Lake City, uh, maybe aside from hiking, so that you can really take in the nature, and, uh, again, how beautiful the place is, I would like to hike a mountain, and then everybody's telling me, like, I should definitely go doing, um, I should definitely go skiing, which, it's a possibility, it just, there just wasn't enough time, this wedding was there, and I just, I didn't really have the transportation to get up to a mountain, to get up to a mountain to ski, nor did I have the equipment to do so, so that wasn't really, um, part of the equation there, uh, so that, yeah, 
yeah, that's it. Um, that's that was my trip to Utah. It was quite fun. I quite enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm gonna go back for a while unless you know, like, there's something going on, and uh, if I if I just kind of commute, uh, kind of coordinate with Steve to see if he's doing something or something like that. But whatever. Um, oh yeah, in case you guys didn't know, I'm sure you probably gleaned from it by now because his name is Steve, but he is the guy who created our logo. So that's that's how long i've known him and he's a really good dev and and a digital graphic uh, artist and stuff like that so joker came out and i don't think we talked about it yet at least i haven't talked about it anywhere we didn't talk about it on the podcast um the last episode that spj was on we talked about james Silent about reboot which was awesome but joker came out and you know i'm a huge batman fan and joker is probably my favorite villain in literature period um so i was very i was looking forward to it. i was definitely anticipating it i mean that first trailer was pretty fucking great it was uh it was eerie and unsettling which is exactly what you want out of a joker trailer so i was pretty hyped i was excited i really really wanted to watch it it definitely looked good and it's just funny because like a few weeks a few months ago i was like this is totally fucking unnecessary why do we need why do we have a joker origin movie why is it directed by the dude who created the hangover like this makes no fucking sense why are we doing this i don't know why wb is doing this like I, I would prefer if they just worked on the DCEU or something like that, but, like, it was happening, and there was nothing I could do, so I was just like, well, let me just be cautiously optimistic and hope this is not bad, but I definitely felt like it was totally fucking unnecessary, um, but the trailer came out, and I, I want to say I switched gears, but not, like, completely, it wasn't, like, a complete 180, it was just like, okay, this looks fucking good, I'm into this, that trailer was so fucking good, so each sequential trailer that came out it actually lessens my enthusiasm decreased my enthusiasm for the movie because with each um subsequent there you go with each subsequent um trailer it just it just looked less and less good uh so but whatever i i was gonna give it a try and i watched it with spj and i was blown away uh it is technically an incredible fucking movie like it's for especially for comic book cinema like it really takes the genre in a different direction it's hard it's gritty it's few it's filmed incredibly beautifully like the shots the angles the the slow pans the music it's technically it is a masterpiece it is a triumph of cinema i know i know that's so fucking pretentious to say it, but i really mean it like if you watch it for that alone, the direction and the and and the film the the te- the film technique, like you will enjoy the shit out of it. There's just so many wonderful angles and so many slow panning shots, and it just leaves you so fucking unsettled throughout the entire movie, and pretty much only because of the way it's shot. Let alone the content that was on the screen, because every, the content was on the, the content that was on the screen was also incredibly unsettling as well. But it is like multiplied by the way it's filmed it's so fucking good Joaquin Phoenix is incredible um I love the score I think the score really fully enhances and brings out the dread of every fucking shot it is a wonderfully filmed movie a wonderfully shot movie and technically brilliant well written 
that Joker is quite scary at some points. The obviously, in case you, if I'm sure you've seen it already, but the climax on the talk show is so so well written, so tense, so great. But I'm sorry, he's just. I don't think that's a good Joker. I think that Joker fucking sucks. Like, like I get it. I get what they're trying to say. They're trying to go for it. It's a man who's been kicked around by society, who just has, has had it really bad in his life. Um, and this is basically what happens when you push people to the edge. Uh, this is like a, a statement on classism, how like poor people and mentally ill people are just treated like shit. I get it. Like I get all of it. But that Joker just fucking sucks. Like, I just don't like him. Like, he, he just reminded... Like, I, this is what I said on a Facebook post. Like, he went from being the clown prince of crime to the king of the incels in two fucking hours. And people are gonna tell me, oh, how is he an incel? He, like, he made it seem... They made it seem like he fucking killed a girl just because she didn't like him the way he wanted her to. There was literally no... Barely any interaction between them. Maybe one scene. That was... A, maybe one, one friendly exchange between them. But she didn't know him. She had no... No idea who he is, and he fantasized about a relationship between her and him. Again, spoilers. Um, but suddenly he's just walking into his her, her apartment and expecting her to fall in love with him, and then it heavily implies that he kills her. Like that's incel shit. That's an angry, fucking pathetic man who expects to be loved by a girl that he has a hot for. That's what that is, and that's how I. That's what I. That's why I called him an incel. Like it's, it's kind of pathetic, and like you know, I have been very depressed in in a good portion of my life, and I was in high school that type of kid who was just like, "Well, it's me. Life's life sucks. People hate, like people treat people like shit, and I'm. If only they would understand. I was like that too. Okay, and but this is a grown fucking man in his in his. 40s and he gets in he, he just goes on a long diatribe about how the world is how the world is against him and how how people keep kicking him when he's down and people treat him like shit i'm just like it to me it comes off as pathetic because i'm over blaming the world for my problems i don't do that anymore i used to when i was a kid but i don't do that anymore and i think it's just fucking unseemly and pathetic for a grown man to be doing that at his age like it just it it's just it disgusts me and the Joker that I know has no real motive other than he wants to pursue and create anarchy. He wants to make he wants to make himself laugh. Everything is based on either fucking with Batman, causing anarchy, or making himself laugh. So and there's no and there's no real motive or origin like it's nothing psychological in that sense it's 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 not based on any social issues it's just a man who who's just incredibly unpredictable and incredibly scary because of that like even if we're going back to the killing joke yeah he's a comedian that's been kicked around but no did he blame the world for his problems no he had he had a shitty life yes and it was tough for him yes and he did what he, he was trying to do something to get himself out of like some serious debt he was i don't know if he had serious debt but he did something in order to make some money which is like he went along with these two mobsters and, and he was i think he was robbing ace chemical plant i forgot but the point being is that he went along with something he shouldn't have and, you know, a freak accident happened and he fell into a vat of acid. Super comic booky. I get that. But there's nothing really psychological about that. 
it just kind of happened and it was again it wasn't really based on someone pushing him too far it it just it just was and so some people may not like that fantastic comic booky aspect of his origin but for the, because of the fact that it doesn't really make too much sense i love it even more because the joker to me has always been a mystery he like i said three motives that's it the motives don't always make any fucking sense whatsoever at least not for a human not for a person um because he's not motivated by the things that most men are motivated by he's motivated by three incredibly nonsensical reasons and that's what makes him terrifying because it doesn't make any sense and i don't like that they gave him a reason i don't like that they tried to make him make sense it just bothers me and again being making him the king of the incels and blaming the war for all his problems and like it just comes off as just pathetic to me like and i've said that multiple times before but i really do think this joker is pathetic and it's not to say that again Joaquin Phoenix is incredible the writing is really good the the movie is a te- is technically brilliant but it just was not a good joker like honestly if this uh, like I hate to say it because I'm not that person I like seeing new iterations of different characters and shit like that um, because I feel like it's important that's important to make um, that's super important to like to increase the longevity of a character uh, to make to keep to maintain their relevance all throughout uh, that's why they, that's why I don't have any problems with new Harleys and shit like that because I get I'm like okay I get it I understand it's there to create a new audience and to make sure that character lives on but I don't know I I just don't like because Joker is really important to me, and I just don't like this Joker. I, I just I think this Joker sucks, and I, and that's my, my that's my opinion. You don't have to share it. I just don't like this Joker. I don't think this Joker is good. I understand why they're doing this. I mean, yeah, the the Joker has now Joker's now going to live on, unfortunately, as an insult, but that's just the way it is, and I'm totally okay with it. I just don't like this Joker. And, and it's rare for me to dislike a Joker because I really like almost all versions of the Joker. But I guess like I like all versions of the Joker in terms of the actor's interpretation of the Joker. So the fact that they try to get into the psyche of the Joker and give him a backstory that supposedly makes sense in his grounded reality just kind of bugs me because I feel like the Joker isn't supposed to be real. He's not a real man and he will never be a real man because I don't think people operate the way the Joker does, you know? It's just, I mean, yeah, psychopaths exist, but like the Joker is just on a step above most of them, you know? I don't know. I just, I don't buy it. And even, he wasn't really a psychopath because you you were shown his reasoning for the, everything he did right so it's not it's someone who's who's pushed to the brink and acted out you know and the reason why he killed those three guys in the first place made perfect sense so again he's not a psychopath because psychopaths don't necessarily have reason for the things they do other than selfish intent he didn't have that you know he everything was explained in a way that where you were supposed to understand why he was like that it was supposed to make sense and it was supposed to grab onto your sympathies and you were supposed to under you were supposed to uh, they, were, they were trying to give him a humanity when he doesn't really have uh, when he's not supposed to have one and that bothers me because like i said like psychopaths exist exist they don't the only reason they do the things they do half the time is either is for for selfish intent or something like that but they don't really have an understandable reason and for them to give joker uh, who was a known psychopath a reason for everything he did and make it make sense and to try to garner your sympathy to me is just not 
in line with what the Joker is supposed to be, and it's just really bad. Um, I, I hope I didn't fucking blather on in a way that didn't make any sense, because I, I, very, I feel very strongly about this. But, you know, if I'm going to rate the movie by itself, without, the, without my biases about the character, it's definitely a 4 out of 5 easily. It's a wonderful fucking movie. It's a great movie that's worth watching, for sure. Because, at the very least, it, it's just insanely entertaining, and it's just... Just well, well shot. Incredibly shot. So yeah, that's my thing on the Joker. I think it's a great movie, but not a good Joker. That's all. Good character, well written, fantastic acting from Joaquin Phoenix, wonderfully shot, bad Joker. That's all. Alright, so this has gone on long enough. I've, I'm tired of hearing my own voice. I feel like I'm not making any sense anymore, so I'm ending it right here thank you so much um everything everything you can find at droppingloads.com or you can find us on facebook at dropping loads uh podcast or you can search dropping loads productions um you can find us on twitter at dropping loads pc and don't forget to check out the youtube channel that's youtube.com slash dropping loads p uh we are putting up weekly variety shows uh, and hopefully you just happen to find something you like don't forget to check out U- milky's new youtube it's called dumb down you can find it at youtube.com slash dumb down yt you can find them on instagram at dumb down yt also don't forget to check out the bs podcast Podcast Network. It's a network of podcasts started up by due to Pure BS. You can find it at bspodcastnetwork.com or you can or you can go to patreon.com slash network to donate a few shekels here and there. And please don't forget to check out the Don Francisco Promise Historia for a little price of $1.50. You can find it at droppinglows.podbean.com um, and it is SPJ's fourth finest hour of his entire life. And we are also on two inner radio stations. The first one is the Mixed Talk. You can find it at THEMIXX.FM. We play it at Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also on Cornucopia Radio. You can find it at C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio.co.uk. We're played randomly once throughout the week. Hopefully one day you just happen to tune in and listen to us. And again, don't forget to check out the YouTube. Uh, thank you so much. Um, until next time, we love dropping loads. Bye. Are amber waves of rain Are purple mountain Majesties Over the fruited plain But now wait a minute I'm talking about America Stephen here, co-owner of the BS Podcast Network. I really hope that you're enjoying this podcast that you're listening to. It is on the BS Podcast Network. Speaking of the BS Podcast Network, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network and donate something. Donate a dollar, you can get our bonus episodes. Donate three dollars, you can get some stickers. Uh, 5, 10, 15, we have a whole bunch of really cool things that can go straight to you, straight to your doorstep if you give us a little bit of that sweet cash. And this money, it's not going in my pocket. It's not going in anybody's pocket. It's going right back to this podcast and other podcasts just like it on this network. Uh, when we reach a certain amount of money, I believe it's $200, we're going to start helping our podcast fund their fees so they don't have to put any money out of their pockets either. So if everybody out there who's listening to this just, just donates $1, maybe a little bit more, that means these shows can keep on going with no threat of putting anyone in the poorhouse, which nobody wants, ever. So please go to patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network and throw down just a few dollars. Thank you and enjoy this show.